Hello friends, my name is Zachary Stockhill from RetroactiveJealousy.com and in today's video I'm going to talk about what you should do if you broke up with your partner because of retroactive jealousy and now you're wondering what the hell you should do, now you're experiencing any kind of regrets or doubts around your decision. So a common email that I get from people and a common email that I've received from people since I started RetroactiveJealousy.com back in 2013 and one of the emails that I really don't like receiving at all because it's uh, it just kind of bums me out, frankly, is emails from retroactive jealousy sufferers who never really committed to putting in the work, never really committed to solving their problem, and retroactive jealousy sufferers who felt that their only way out, their only way to peace, really, was to break up with their partner because they thought that this would solve their problem. Now, if you've been watching my videos for a while, I probably don't have to tell you that more often than not, probably 99.9% .9 of the time, that is not the way to solve retroactive jealousy. Unfortunately, if you've been struggling with this issue, and it's particularly irrational, shall we say, in other words, there's no glaring red flags in your partner's past, there are no genuine deal breakers, there's no genuine conflict in values, which is a massive topic I've recorded a few videos about, I'm sure I'll record more. That's another issue, I don't have time to get into that now. But in essence, if your jealousy is mostly or even entirely, shall we say, irrational, there's no there there. There's no real cause for concern in your partner's past. The main problem is simply that you simply can't stop thinking about it. This is what I consider irrational retroactive jealousy. And if you're in this position, this very unfortunate position that I was certainly in once upon a time many years ago, and frankly, a position that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemies, as most of you probably know, retroactive jealousy is absolute hell. If you're in this position, it can be enormously seductive and very tempting to think that, well, my partner's and her past or their past or his past or whatever your gender and sexual orientation is, my partner's past is the problem. Ergo, if I get rid of my partner, that'll solve my problem, right? It seems logical on its face. Unfortunately, the logic starts to break down when we enter our next relationship and lo and behold, we're struggling with retroactive jealousy again. You know, the next time we fall deeply in love, shall we say, because it's interesting to note that I've done, God, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of coaching calls with men and women who are struggling with retroactive jealousy. I've been doing this a long time. I often tell clients, I've heard all kinds of crazy stories. And anyway, one thing that I, I try to ask most new clients on my first call with them, and I've been doing this for years and years and years, I always ask, have you ever been this in love before with your current partner? And it's interesting to note that every single one of these retroactive jealousy sufferers who I've interviewed has said, no, I don't think I've ever been this in love before. However, the ones who have been in love before in the past, I'll often ask them, did you struggle with retroactive jealousy in that relationship? And frequently, the answer is yes. So what I'm saying here is, for anyone watching this who's kind of weighing the option of a breakup as a route to overcoming retroactive jealousy, really pause, really think hard about this decision and be careful. Because unfortunately, more often than not, this will not solve your problem. And if you don't really commit and put in the work to overcome retroactive jealousy, unfortunately, it's more than likely that it'll follow you into your next relationship, regardless have the details about your next partner's past. However, for the purposes of this video, let's say you have made that decision. Let's say you didn't commit to putting in the work to overcome retroactive jealousy, or at least you hit a lot of roadblocks, you got frustrated, you were fed up, you said to hell with it, I'm done. 
And let's say you broke up with your partner as a result of your retroactive jealousy. Maybe you're writing to me or you're writing to someone else. The bottom line is you're having doubts about your decision. So I can't recall where I, I heard this, uh, this metaphor, but I think it's pretty popular. It's in some movie or something. I have a bad memory for that kind of thing. But anyway, the metaphor describes a relationship like a plate, like a china plate. And if you break a plate once, let's say you drop it on the floor and it shatters in half, maybe you can paste it back together and the plate will still be functional. It'll never be quite the same again, which is really important to note. But, you know, it'll most, you can still eat off it, basically. It'll still be functional and it'll be okay. But let's say you break the plate a second time. Let's say there's three or four cracks in the plate now. Can you put it back together then? I'm not sure. And if you break it again after that, at a certain point, pretty quickly, that plate becomes basically unusable. That plate basically becomes garbage. So why am I telling you this? Because I think in some ways, relationships are like plates. If you break up once, can you get back together? Maybe. If you both commit to doing a bit of work on yourselves and you're both very conscious of the situation, you're conscious of what led to the breakup and you're conscious of what you need to do moving forward to avert another breakup, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Can you get back in that situation? Yeah, I think so. In certain cases, not all, <laughs> but certain cases. But for couples who break up again and again and again and again and again, it's this on again, off again thing. Are you really gonna be able to build real and true intimacy in a situation like that, where there's this complete lack of trust demonstrated by your repeated breakups? I'm not sure if that's going to work. So if you broke up once, whether it's because of retroactive jealousy or anything else, and not that much time has passed usually, can you get back together and make it work? Sometimes, yes, I think sometimes. However, if you're one of these couples who breaks up constantly, you're, you know, constant drama and constant fights and on again, off again, I think your odds go down drastically in terms of actually having a sustainable, fulfilling long-term relationship because where's the trust? You're both, you know, halfway out the door every other month as the case may be. Now, if you broke up with your partner because of retroactive jealousy and you're thinking about trying to rekindle that relationship, for example, you know, there's one of two ways this can go. There's the option where you're happily single, or shall we say you're, you know, reserved to the fact of being single. There's the other option where you want to get back with your partner. I'll cover the latter one first in terms of getting back with your partner. If you want to get back with them, be really, really, really clear about what led you to the breakup and what you can do moving forward to avert another breakup, another looming breakup in the future. So for you, this may involve things like truly committing to overcoming retroactive jealousy for good. No more one toe in the water. No more, you know, random YouTube rabbit holes once in a while and you feel better for a day and then you're back to your old habits a day or two later. If you want to beat this thing, there are endless resources for you to be able to do just that. And you don't have to buy my stuff. You don't have to take or read my book or anything else. But my point is there are resources available to you. Maybe there's a therapist in your area. Maybe you don't want my stuff, but you like someone else's course or book. Whatever the case may be, go nuts. The point is in 2021, which is the current year, there are lots of resources available to you, <laughs> not just my own stuff. And I strongly encourage you to look into that. If you actually want to beat this thing for good and you actually want to save your relationship, that's aside from all of the apologies and all <laughs> which may, you know, you may have to engage in depending on how you broke up and how you left the state of that relationship. You know, obviously there's going to be some serious contrition I would expect from your side, some serious regrets there. It's going to be delicate for a while trying to, you know, come back together again once you've been broken up for a while. And I wish you luck if you are going to try that because 
That's not easy. Option B, let's say you broke up with your partner because of retroactive jealousy and in essence, you kind of think it was the right thing to do. Maybe there was glaring red flags in their past, shall we say. Okay, you're single. This is a fantastic opportunity to start putting in the work to overcome retroactive jealousy. And a big part of that moving forward in your particular situation is getting crystal clear. I mean crystal clear about your relationship deal breakers and boundaries and your relationship values. In other words, getting very clear about what exactly you want in terms of your future partner and in terms of your future relationship. And equally important, some would say more important, getting very, very clear about what you don't want. Whether there's a pattern of behavior in someone's past that you just feel is fundamentally unacceptable to you or you know whatever the case may be. The point is start really thinking seriously about this stuff because if you have clarity about those two things, your relationship, boundaries, and values, the odds of you struggling with, shall we say, rational retroactive jealousy in your next relationship you know, fall off a cliff because you're gonna be screening, shall we say, for people who don't fall into you know, the category that you want. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being extremely picky, extremely choosy when it comes to who you share your life with. You know, I often tell people, and this is by no means an original thought, but it's true, who you choose to enter a long-term relationship with, and certainly if you choose to get married, that's the most consequential decision you will ever make in your entire life. So by all means, be choosy, <laughs> be picky. And a big part of that is being very clear about your boundaries and values and being single and thinking about this stuff is such a great opportunity. And if you're in this position, I hope you don't pass up this opportunity because every relationship I've entered, you know, I was always excited to enter those relationships and I'm an extremely lucky man. I've had some remarkable women in my life. But every time I was entering those relationships, I suddenly realized that, oh, I should have done all this stuff when I was single or I should have done more work on myself, shall we say, when I was single. You know, so be sure you're taking advantage of this time being single. Be sure you're getting clear about your boundaries and, and your deal breakers. Learn more about retroactive jealousy. Learn more about relationships and psychology and dating and all the rest. And you'll set yourself up for an amazing relationship if and when you want it. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.